Yo, well, yeah, my boy. That's on the neighborhood, cuz. Say word. What up? Yo, what's poppin' with y'all lashy asses? Nico in the building, making aunties bat them lashes. Melly with the jelly, making brothers do a double take. Got the hash on deck to be way more than half baked. Love is at war, hit the general, yeah, yeah, yo. Listen to the wisdom, how your love life like, hey, yo. All this in the hour, it'll never be a bore. So welcome, everybody, this is ethnic ish and more. Yo, yo, what's poppin', cuz? Yeah, you gon' still bangin' ducks in 12 and 19, the only season I don't use. But nigga, have you heard ethnic ish and more, cuz? They got more shit on there, cuz. They doing past political shit, nigga. They doing relationship shit. Like, Mark Ali mad at me for cheating no more. Yo, shout to you, yo. Hey, yo, nigga, have you seen Melly Mel's IG? Cuz on neighborhood, she gotta be jelly, cuz jam don't shake like that. And she got the hash on lock, nigga. They on there for an hour, cuz. You better tune in and check that shit out on neighborhood, cuz. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Yo, oh, yo, yeah, my boy, what's poppin'? That's on the neighborhood, cuz. Say word. What up? Yo, what's poppin' with y'all lashy asses? Nico in the building, making aunties bat them lashes. Melly with the jelly, making brothers do a double take. Got the hash on deck to be way more than half baked. Love is at war, hit the general, yeah, yeah, yo. Listen to the wisdom, how your love life like, hey, yo. All this in the hour, it'll never be a bore. So welcome, everybody. This is ethnic ish and more. Because, yeah, you gon' still bangin' ducks in 12 and 19, the only season I don't use. But nigga, have you heard ethnic issue more, cuz? They got more shit on there, cuz. They doin' past the political shit, nigga. They doin' relationship shit. Like, Mark Ali mad at me for cheating no more. Yo, shout to you, yo. Hey, yo, nigga, have you seen Melly Mel's IG? Cuz on neighborhood, she gotta be jelly, cause jam don't shake like that. And she got the hash on lock, nigga. They on there for an hour, cuz. You better tune in and check that shit out on neighborhood, cuz. Me fucking top me off for the promo, and I got that sack. Get that bag, niggas. No. 
Stay out my way, I pop you like an aspirin. Watch out. Trap nigga on the way to aspirin. Smoke the best weed and spend millions on fashion. I catch the chicken, went ballin' in aspirin. Grew up fucked up, now I'm having. Don't make me book you for a closed casket. Drop a bag on your ass and go to aspirin. I just dropped off 60 bags in the Ashton. She in my past tense, but she a bad bitch. Smoked a blunt and count my money, started dancing. My bitch so jealous, she said, Who the fuck you dancing with? Damn. Band play, that's who I'm running up the bands with. Hey. Free all of my mans, just locked down in the can. Shout out to the Oscars, them my number one fans. All my old hoes know I miss them the most. We made it out the trenches, grab a bottle, let's make a toast. I woke up this morning smoking big blunts in my Dior Road. I got six carriers a piece of VS in my earlobes. I got niggas with me on go everywhere that I go. Today I just might be the freshest nigga on the whole globe. Stay out my way, I pop you like an aspirin. Trap nigga on the way to aspirin. Smoke the best weed and spend millions on fashion. I catch the chicken with ballin' in aspirin. Grew up fucked up, now I'm having Don't make me book you for a closed casket Drop a bag on your ass and go to Aspen I just dropped off 60 bags in the Aspen I just jumped out quarantine to get her back in Trap nigga, still a popular like an avid Yeah, bitch, you know I'm the shit I get my ass in First time get locked up, I had took some backs to Nashville Now fast forward that your boy in Aspen I'm rocking me a mink, my fan of pink, I bought my ratchet I'm straight up out the street, no, I can't ski, but I can bag I'm ten toes to the death of me, I put that on my pad Yeah, I be killing all my options, I be killing fashion I never leave the house without my Glock, it'll never have my nick and wrist is Colorado Rocky, yes, I'm having it. I'm cutthroat to the bone, I hope you niggas understand bitch. Stay out my way, I pop you like an Ashby. Trap nigga on the way to Ashby. Smoke the best weed and spend millions on fashion. I catch the chicken, went ballin' in Ashby. Grew up fucked up, now I'm having Don't make me book you for a closed casket. Drop a bag on your ass and go to Ashby. I just dropped off 60 bags in the Ashton. Mark.
acting up, making moves like a boss. Give a fuck what you thought. I'm like, hold it here. I got the sauce, you can see how I walk. Got these bad bitches trying to come order me. Only got some niggas, they acting like bitches. Can't stay by my house with no lottery. And I give a fuck that we blood or we kin. If you ain't got no heart or no order, it. oh my god, I'm a general stepping like Colin Powell. Going up, so ain't nothing, go hold it down. Big on the big nuts, Charlie Brown. Got a freak, she a back, catch on the mouth. Russell King get the name, but you know the now. They saying, damn, he cold, he a pro now. Her she used to go to church, she a hoe now. Hey, the Nick pick bitch on phone now. Niggas say they know me, but I don't know them. I want a bitch look good like the old Kim. Move a body like the big guy, no limbs. Get a pack good weed, nigga, no stem. If nigga trip stuffing with no temp. Let me gon' talk my shit. Let me just pop my shit. Niggas can't walk like this. Niggas can't talk like this. I get a shot, won't miss. I take my shot, no brick. I'm at the top, I'm lit. Niggas ain't hot like this. Let me gon' talk my shit. Let me just pop my shit. Niggas can't walk like this. Niggas can't talk like this. I get a shot, won't miss. I take my shot, no brick. I'm at the top, I'm lit. Niggas ain't hot like this. I'm finna get in my bag, I ain't slowing shit down, I'm tryna get rich. I ain't finna sit on my ass, I gotta get to it, they ain't giving out shit. Niggas ain't giving no handouts, put in that work, you wanna get rich. Hop on the stage and the girls go wild when a nigga really talk like this. I ain't worried about what they do, said it worry about them, let them worry about you. Niggas tryna get this money and rock this ice, we ain't tryna be cool. Little niggas all on my block, they ain't better no house, but they all got tools. So watch what you say when you come around here, everybody might not be cool. Pop my shit, I just wanna pop my shit. Pull up in a rocket shit, take off with a toxic bitch. Big chain when I rock my shit, you lame, you don't rock with this. My gang, we the pop big click, she like when I pop my shit. Let me gon' talk my shit, let me just pop my shit. Niggas can't walk like this, niggas can't talk like this. I get a shot, won't miss. Take my shot, no brick. I'm at the top, I'm lit. Niggas ain't hot like this. Let me gon' talk my shit. Let me just pop my shit. Niggas can't walk like this. Niggas can't talk like this. I get a shot, won't miss. I take my shot, no brick. I'm at the top, I'm lit. Niggas ain't hot like this. I just wanna talk my shit. I just wanna pop my shit. Pull up in a rocket shit. Take over that toxic bitch. She don't wanna pop my shit. Turn up, turn up, turn it all up. We back on another episode of Ethnic-ish and more. Episode 76, Pure Fuckery. Hey. Hi, everybody out there doing tonight, man. It's your boy, Nico the Great Man. I got my co-host tandem in the building, Pass Master. Hey, man, uh, shout out to all the grannies that's missing me right now. Oh. I miss you too, babe. Shout out to all the them grannies. grannies. Oh, yeah, man. The grannies out here looking good. Shout out man. to the grannies. Shout out to the TTs. Shout out to my favorite song. I got a uh, matter of fact. Y'all go here a sneak peek. Uh, me and my homeboy, Milk. Shout out to Champagne Milk. We're coming out with a new podcast soon. Oh. Called Can't Forget the Aunties. Hey, you cannot forget them. You cannot forget the aunties. The aunties are vital to society. Without y'all out here cougaring it up, us young brothers wouldn't have the love that we need because if you're a young man, you somewhat looking nice, you having a bad day, go to the spot where all the aunties at. If you don't want to get some appreciation right quick, the aunties going to show you love. They be like, you look good, baby. Look I'm good, like, baby. thank and you. How old is you? I got a son your age. I'm like, well, I got a mom like, your age, baby. I'm right. I'm up? like, shit, we can play the game and I'll be a stepdad. Look, oh, my mama, I eat your roast. 
Uh, if you make neck bones, <laughs> I may be inquiring on them, baby. We doing all of that stuff, Aunties man. make some fire-ass roast man, with the potatoes and carrots and shit. Roast makers this side of the motherfucking Mississippi. Yes, sir. What's considered an auntie? Uh, I mean... You got to be an auntie. I mean, so, I'm an auntie, but... So, I mean, auntie, we're going to put auntie A's. I'm going to like, well, the aunties I'm talking about. Well, I'm, now that I'm... So, I'm going to go based off of my young age. Back then, I was there like 35 and up. Yeah. Yeah. It's good auntie, depending on your age. So if you, th- I'm 32. My auntie age ain't gonna start to about 42 and up. Okay. Back in my, my when I was in my lower 20s, yeah, I'm a 35 and up. I'm she got to at least be 10 years older. At least 10. To be considered an auntie. Like, to be considered that that uh, auntie in that way. Right. Now, okay. We got all our young TTs out here. Shout out to y'all. I don't rock with young TTs. They just y'all, feed fruit snacks. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> they don't cook the whole meal. Like right. when you get you an auntie, auntie. You come in that motherfucker, it's on full. You're going to crack them cheeks. And she's going to, well, baby, give me a second. You get a whole, I'm like, did you make a roast for me? A roast. Like, just, you know I was coming. Just I like, ain't I never ain't made me. a man a roast, yo. <laughs> oh, man, look. Only, hey. I'm not a roast person, though. Well, hold up, though. Hold up, though. I mean, I need a full course meal. I mean, I do, I do look, full oh. course meals and desserts. I ain't did that in a minute, but I I can't do that. But That's what we need. Man. I just never done a roast. I'm not a roast person. You walk in the house and you say, I'm like, baby, is that the crock pot going? She's like, yeah, that's the crock. She knew I was coming over before she went to church this morning. That means you planned on me all day because the crock pot, everybody cooks on slow in the crock pot. Oh, yeah. So that means you had, you've been marinating on what I'm about to do to you for at least 10 hours. Minimum. I like that. I'm weak. Shout out to the aunties. Can't forget them. Gotta love them. I'm weak. Uh, Shout out to my dog King Bone Man for that first song that we kicked off, Heavyweight. That's a roar stand up, man. That's one of the little homies from the town. Yeah. He's been making some good, good moves out here. Good moves out here, man. Then we had that Aspen, Young Dolphin, Key Glock. And then I had to go with that Pop My Shit by Almighty Roster King and No ID Official. Shout out to my nigga Dion, a.k.a. I call my firstborn son. Even though we the same age, that's my <laughs> nigga family. We used to be roommates. I mean, that nigga have been through it all living in. That was my one of my roommates in my first crib. So it, we was deeper than that. You know them roommates in that first apartment in college? Them no motherfuckers is going to either make or break y'all friendship. Y'all going to rock because y'all was cool, or you don't fuck with them because that nigga ain't never had his money together, right. and he still owe you. Hey, shout out to my roommate, Jason, man. We still rocking in hell. We we graduated from college almost 20 years ago. 20 years? Outside of my, I got a couple friends from the crib that I've been rocking with since like first grade, fourth grade. Them true friends that stick be them ones you be meeting yeah, because y'all get to go through adult struggle, right? Yeah, right. Like, bro, I remember where all of us was putting five dollars to go buy a sack, type shit. Where we ain't <laughs> had no money. We used to go to the club, pay ten dollars. Everybody put their money together. If you do it quick, that first person get the stamp. We wet that motherfucker. We stamp everybody else hand back. <laughs> oh wow! Ten dollars got five people in the party, man. We wow. just there turn. Uh, that's like, smart though. Chill, Look, hey, innovative. Take it back to Popo <laughs> Vodka when that's all we could afford. Mm. I'm not even gonna go there. Yeah, yeah. I done went through the pole stage, the Schmetzer <laughs> stage. Hey, I done did aristocrat. The hey, that Popo Vodka. Drinks. Hey, I have been. Popo was the worst, the worst shit. I know you done had some for Popo in your life too. Everybody on here done had some, man. Look, like I always say, I appreciate y'all ashy asses for coming back. Week in and week out, y'all keep rocking with us here at Ethnic Issue More. Make sure y'all catch us on mycitymymusic.com, <coughs> ethnicissuemore.com. We on Spreaker. You can go to 
Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, Google, and it's 50 lemon other ones. I don't fully know the name, but one day I'm going to get a whole list of them bitches and I'm going to read them off to you, even though I know you ain't going to download them. But I know I'm on there because once I found the list, I went and checked every last one of them motherfuckers to make sure we was there. Hey, don't give me no excuse. Oh, don't give me no excuse why you can't support us, man. Man, there's no excuse. No excuse why you can't support us. You ain't got to do much in today. You could do a like. You could do a share. A com- that's, that's a, a comment is hell. A I comment is people shit. I don't even like for real. But but a simple fact. You don't like them? Why are are they follow? Are you following them on social media? So I ain't gonna say I don't like you. Like are you are you are a fucked up person? It just you know people sell something. You don't fuck with the product. You a cool person. The product that you push it ain't for me. But that don't mean one of my five thousand followers on page may not like it. Right. So I'm gonna share it. It's people's shows I've shared. I've never heard an episode of the shit. But I know you podcast. I podcast. So why wouldn't I share? Yeah. Like, I just do that time. I spend my whole day just sharing people's shit. Right. Because you never know what your market can do for the next person. Right. And I, I like, I don't have people hit me. I'm like, damn, bro, I'm going to have to hook you up on something I do, man. Because every time you share something, I get like three, four people hit me up from your page. I'm like, man, I don't need that. Right. I appreciate it. Just, just share my shit. That's all I ask right. for in return. For right. Real. That free publicity is everything. So just make sure y'all do it. That man, I got to clap it up. Yeah. Pay me the credit dog. Yeah, the credit Heron, dog. Heron, say it like that. Credit dog. <laughs> Told him I'm gonna do a commercial. I'm do all her drops just like that. And then my man, being original, the CEO, the founder of Urban Magazine out in New yeah. York, man. He dropped mad knowledge. Man, he dropped mad week. knowledge. Mad knowledge. I like getting people from the East Coast. They, they first they just got their whole way of life. Yeah. And then it's crazy because there's people here that write for Urban Magazine. I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't so, know that either. I, I just came across somebody's page that was a guest on here. Mm. Shout out to uh, Jasmine Osby. I seen. I was like, damn, you write for Urban Magazine. I just had y'all CEO on the show. So that was hella cool. And then we got to drop two guests today. I got Dr. Bay in the building. Dr. If y'all ever Bay. seen Pure Fuckery the podcast. I don't got the. I don't even remember what number my episode was. He kicked. He kicked. That was way. I was in about season one. That was early yeah, on. It was, early. It, was, it was over a year ago. It was last yeah. summer. Yep. Last yep. summer. And then I got my dog Isom in the building, man. What's good, bro? Man, I'm I'm good. Happy to be here. How you doing, bro? Yeah, I'm yeah. good, bro. I'm glad to have you, man. We've been me and him been talking about locking in for a minute. Y'all know him through the the year sixty photography. I know him through the the, the skatewood. On the floor, man, one of the JB legends in Chicago, man. If y'all ever get to see him skate, treat, bro, go crazy on the floor, man. You always got to pay that respect to them people before you. So, before we get tapping into your interview, bro, I got to give people my numerology corner of the day. But number 76. So, the numerology number 76 resonates with the focus on analyzing before proceeding and building a secure foundation for the future. 76 is introspective, intuitive, and pragmatic. Yeah. Now, you do what you want with that. Uh, let it behoove you take over your life the best way you seek fit. But maybe just keep that. If 76 is your number, 7 or 6 is your number, kind of look into stuff. It's a lot of stuff with numbers, which I didn't realize until I got into the Masonic Order. Shout yeah. out to Jay Gass and Lodge number 18. Shout out to the bros. Um, but it's, it's so much behind them numbers. That you will be so if you start seeing the same number over and over, yes. or coincidences come within a certain number, 
I would say research it. Right. See what that means. It's telling you something. Something is put before your eyes that you're not seeing, and it's crazy because you don't start learning that type of stuff until you get older. Yeah. Even like, damn, if people would have taught us kind of this shit in school, like, this is real. Like, you seeing the same number all the time. Actually, it's not a coincidence. It seems right. like a coincidence, but that shit actually means something. But if you're not open to that way of thinking, then it's not going not gonna to see nothing. Just, yeah. Oh, I just keep saying number three. I've seen it 15 times. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah, you're straight up now. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, I didn't want to have to mess up the sound last time. He was doing beer commercials the whole time. That's what I'm looking at the camera. Hi, my name is Nico Drake. Ah, have a wonderful natural beard. That I. So y'all with the beard companies, y'all hear me doing that shit? You want me to do some razzle dazzle for you? Boy, look like the cover of a just for men box. Minus the curve. I ain't got too much left up here to curve. So eventually, I'm gonna have to let it go. I've been waiting on my day. It's coming soon. I tried that ball shit. It just wasn't for me. I had yeah, to see, let but this it's different when you try just to do it versus you gotta do it. Right. You yeah. Like you don't have a choice. Yeah. I refuse to be one of them out here super dyeing my hair black, painting my shit black, or holding on to that last spectrum of patch in my head because I can't let it go. Nah, let I, it go I remember my barber put that little spray on me one time. I said. I was like, I thought, I was, I'm like, damn, this shit look good. And I did one of these maneuvers. I said, like, oh. Well, that shit happened to me. I was like, I'll never put this shit in my head I again. took a picture to show one person so they could see. I was like, bro, I know that nigga was going to do that shit. They did it. I took a picture to show that person. They died laughing. I'll wipe that shit the fuck off. Because yep. I'm like, this nigga's out here doing that shit without a care in the world. And I understand women wear their hair all types of things. They, they do it. I'm like, right. yeah. But a lot of us don't be knowing that shit be weave until we actually like. Nah, we know. Nah, we know now. It's been a few though. Get up in there. Look, your sawhand's getting good. It's a few chicks. I be like, you gotta try to rub the back of the shit so you feel brave. We got so it's so it's so much um it's it's advanced now and I'm trying to think of the things that they're doing now. I can't think micro links. So now with the weave. It's like a little clasp, and they put it in your hair, and you can part it, and it's every which way, and nobody like you're nah, never gonna like know it's a weed. The, the one thing y'all shouldn't have did was the lace fronts because Alexander Nick was Martin and a plethora of niggas. Some of y'all don't lace it to the front right. To the front right. Hey. <laughs> I don't know what y'all do. I don't fucking hey, when I when I see the little thing, I'm like, I'm not supposed to. I'm like, baby, I don't think your net showing. I don't think I'm supposed to see your net. As a as a photographer, I've Shit seen chicks' wigs looking like Ti's hats. <laughs> Look, that motherfucker, that motherfucker moving like Ray J every scene Bruh. that changed. The hat just—it's just like. And the crazy part is because you think you got people on social media now they're like, oh, y'all niggas ain't looking at her. Y'all staring at that shit. Well, baby, because I'm paying attention from head to toe. I know this one, this big ass set of baby hair that wasn't there the last time I saw you. Right. So that's the one that fucked First me up of all, that you, extra baby hair. You 42, ain't nothing baby about your ass no more. I be mad because they act like, people act like you don't notice it. Like, I see that shit. I and I be, I be trying to help them out. I be like, hey, your, your track You can't do that to I'll the stay. woman. Hey, I, hey, we, hey, we, hey no lie. I, I was at the, I was <laughs> at a, I, your friends didn't care. I was at the picnic last week, and I went up to somebody, 
And she was like, don't touch my track. I'm trying to help you. Your shit is out here. I see the whole soul. Like, it's the whole line right here. I'm trying to help you out. I'm just trying to put your real hair on top of it. What you do is walk past. I'm going to tell how many braids you got. You got 15 braids. What you mean? See, if you... If you in a city like Chicago, the Ooh. wind will tell you the truth. Because I didn't see some things. Whew. Listen. So that wind will make them real religious. Listen, if they don't secure that shit when it's a windy day in Chicago, the truth will set you free. <laughs> For real. We going to see all of your bald heads scallywags. You know you ain't got no hair. See, in, in, see, in Chicago, we have weaving wig advisories with the wind. So... <laughs> <laughs> It's a, it's a red day for all weaves and wigs. Hey, hey, look, over 20 miles an hour when you near Lake Michigan, you're going to see a lot of things flying Listen, by. Secure <laughs> the wig, ladies. Put down the whatever best clamp you got up under that motherfucker. Cause that wind it's catch, glue they use. Think about it's it. That's clamp. a long walk. Depending on where you park, that's a long walk back to your car with that, that stocking cap showing. That's got to be the you out here looking like Day Day when that girl fucking sprayed him with the mace. Hey, you know what? But I will say this: I'd rather it be the wig blowing down the street than some sister who got gorilla glue in her head. Talking Hell about, yeah. I didn't know that was supposed to be in my head. Oh, yeah. man. Hey, hey. I remember seeing that shit. Because granted, it did boost up her little life. Now she got. She came up, man. She getting in all type of doing. Hell, all she of she earned it all. That damn surgery and shit. That's my not thing, a earn. The fact that stupidity. she was gonna try to sue gorilla glue. She was stupid. Hey, you didn't go buy that shit out the hair aisle. Talking about it shouldn't have to say on the back. Do not put in your hair. But this is the same country, bro, where someone sued McDonald's for hot coffee and one. So we are, we are a litigious and dumb society. So and I thought take it how you want. Yeah. <laughs> you get the right lawyer. They can because it ain't about. It's always about how you word the shit. Yeah. I'm like yeah, yes, it's not for here, but. Y'all didn't tell me it truly. Y'all should have put that in the disclaimer. That's why they put all them uh on them uh like bleach and shit. Do not ingest. Clearly now we do not use this lotion. Don't use this hair grease. Don't use this none of that shit. Now, I wonder if Gorilla Glue went back and put that shit on there. They probably I did. I would have recalled all did. Please, uh, please avoid hair and uh, eyes. I get they. I know they had a, like a, a warning for your eyes. I know they got a, a warning for her she now. Say, don't be stupid. Don't be hurt. I would never understand that situation, but homegirl came up off of, off of it. <coughs> and that's another thing, because you always see people come up off of shit on social media. It's just like, was that one of them ones you want to be known? Because nobody's going to ever know. I'll never know your name. I don't want to be known for no shit. Girl. I don't want to be known for that. I don't want to be known like, at all. Every family reunion. And there's nothing you can say to me no more. Her kids can't call her Gigi. Look, this, nigga, you, I got mom like, yeah. But we but we live in a time where everybody want that clout to be on, true. so they're yeah. willing to do whatever. So that's the problem. Like most of us came from an era where you wouldn't want to be clowned at the family function for that. But people would be like, you know what? I don't care what you call me. I got mine. But yeah, at what cost? At so what we just right. We live at a, we live in a different world. We now. definitely live in a different world. And, and the crazy part is, it's just like that's not even like. Clout within itself, and it's crazy because I talked to uh, somebody. I was talking to Reese one time. Yeah. The word clout back when we know it was a positive thing. It was like, yeah, bro, he got clout, man. He do X, X Y, and Z, man. He making moves. This is who you want to talk to. Now you hear somebody like, you get songs like they do anything for clout. Yeah, clout like, chasing. Y'all out here doing stupid shit. The dumbest. So you could get to this level uh, where other people, when they had clout, they was already at that level. Now clout is trying to get. To a level versus already being up here, and people want to talk to you because you have the clout that you got. 
Everybody want a name. It's all in the name. I don't Everybody want it want like that, man. I, like, hey, I, I agree. I don't want it like that. I, I agree. Like, I want my shit to, like, take off, and I have a vision for it. But there's absolutely nothing to the level of stupidity that I want to do. Like, I've had instances where I was, like, I lost sleep because I was, like, what if this shows up on World Star type shit? Cause, yeah. like, the fuckery be on all-time high. And I really was like, if this shows up on fucking World Star tomorrow, because there were cameras and shit, I feel like I would move to like fucking Iowa, South Dakota, somewhere, live on a farm, somewhere like off in the distance where it can't nobody find me. It depends me. on how stupid. Well, one, I try not to do no dumb shit. When I get drunk, I pay attention to everything. That's the one time I do pay attention to shit. You ain't gonna catch me fucked up nowhere <laughs> doing no dumb shit. Because I get quiet when I get drunk. Unless I'm around people I'm cool with. Yeah. So, and, but we also all came from a society where we got to enjoy our fun without all them cameras and shit. Yeah. Right. You should try to yeah. live stream from your Razor phone. That shit would have been so <laughs> pixelated. Wouldn't nobody been able to figure out shit who was in the camera. Hey, all I know is I'll just say this. I'll say this not to belabor the point, though, because we, we beat up on some people. But I know some people pop mad shit about some of these dumbasses, and rightfully so. But if you was part of that freak Nick Jack generation, Ooh. be careful. Because there's some VHS tapes flying around. And hey, somebody's bro. mamas and TTs is out here looking real wow, reckless these days. Don't, don't so, for me. I'm, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> yesterday's, fucker, yesterday's fuckery just updates with today's technology. Because you're yeah, right. Real talk. That's all it is. Because next, the next generation's fuckery going to be different whatever technology is out so we gonna be they gonna be like man we didn't do this on live stream just think about even saying that like oh i can't believe we use facebook but we said that about myspace uh aom AOL, uh instant messenger black and all that planet. so Listen, i had a AOL black planet page all the chicks on a hey my first heartbreak came over black planet i ain't gonna lie man. icq <laughs> enough said uh, wait look i i i hate light-skinned women to this day because uh because of Black Planet. Because of Black Planet. Hell broke, Helfer broke my heart on my birthday. Wanch. <laughs> That's where you went wrong. At Black Planet and Mahente.com. Hey, I'm just talking hey, shit, man. Shout out to the I light say skin. no to light bright. I'll, I'll, I'll do that. that. I'll, with my downfall, a goddamn light skin. Right? I'll do color. Now I got a high but... yellow baby. I'll shout out everybody, but we going to keep the truth the truth. Mm-hmm. I got a high yellow baby that I love in all my life. Damn. Damn. God damn it. When he get older, you gonna have to sit him down and be like, "Hey, hey who, you know, boys <laughs> typically migrate towards uh, women who look like their mothers." Nah, that, that, nah. my mom really? was dark skin too. What do you like now? What do you act, well, have okay, you, as you've grown? Now, what do you know that you like? Dark skin women. Yeah, I like. Uh, and your mom's dark skin. Yeah, yeah, like th- you just slipped up. You slipped phase. up. You know why? Because at that age. You always, and it's crazy because we say it don't really portray shit now. And I can't say I was influenced by music and shit now, but they put light skinned women on the We was. Uh huh. You gotta think, we grew up in the era with the video vixen, and it was like it was maybe always, one dark skinned video girl. She like, was always super fine, but it'd be so many yellow ones around them, you don't get to pay attention to her yeah. the way you want to. So now, society was like, Representation matters, man. You looking for a dark skinned model? That's Give why, me up. That's why I'm, fat. Gu- to, that's uh, why fat boys is winning right now. Hey, grannies, how y'all that's doing? Why fat boys is winning. Fat boys is back. Hey, hey, grannies. Uh, uh, hey, you know what? I'm gonna tell you right now. I, I am. 
for every ex of mine, I'm the one they granny miss because I was the one that they loved. Like, you know, I was the cook. I, I, I ain't mind cleaning up. You know what I'm saying? I do laundry and shit. I ain't mind that shit. And so granny's be like, girl, you better lock him down. And now my, hey, my, my wife will tell you, she be like, hey, Take care of home. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. Hey, I appreciate it. I get up and fix her a sandwich because I, I, even though I did I all the work. When niggas fuck up. I appreciate when niggas fuck up because <laughs> what you didn't appreciate, sometimes the other brother get the change. You show right about that. And necessarily, uh, you always see them folks like with all your exes. It don't necessarily mean that you was a bad person. We just weren't meant to be. That's right. the one thing I wish people would understand. Just because a relationship didn't work, don't mean we got to hate each other. I hate yeah. women saying he wasted my time or guys no. saying he wasted. No, he didn't no, waste your time. She didn't waste your time. This motherfucker got to know you, and you're one. You weren't the one. I so keep it pushing. Don't be bad. But you know, a lot of a lot of people you meet that you meet they represent representatives, yeah. and you know people on social media want like perfect relationships. Yeah. So they they put out this aura and thing, and especially if you know people in real life, like. You do know I know you, right? <laughs> you know, so it, it, that, 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 that social, you know, because when people say, you know, stay out of my business, I'm like, no, nah, I'm invested. I want season three of your fuckery. You was posting it. So I need to see <laughs> how this shit is. Season three. Hell yeah. I, I post a lot of shit, funny shit, but I don't get to the nitty gritty of my personal life because when you post the nitty gritty, I got to post everything about it. So I'm going to post full details of my relationship. If it were to go bad, which I don't ever see it doing, then I got to talk about that shit because now everybody invested. Yeah, right. Niggas, okay, so you and Tyrone been fucking up again. Let me read this 30 pack because I'm one of them niggas. You catch me at the right time, I'm in all 500 comments. I done read every last one of them. <laughs> I need to know the background of the story. You that point, person reading all oh, the yeah, comments. I'm reading <laughs> all of the comments because I need to know what's going on. I, I got free time today. Speaking of social, speaking of social media, bro. Before we get started, I want to personally give you your flowers for this podcast, real rap. Because I remember when you first started talking about it a while back, and you said I'm gonna do it. And I've lived on social media; it's like a positive story. You said I'm gonna do it, and then I'm gonna get it started, and I'm gonna get it going. And then you got all these guests, and then you recently took the jump from leaving your gig to do it. So I want to personally give you your flowers, bro, for that because like you've motivated a lot of people. Real talk. <laughs> so many a lot of people would say and i was telling a homeboy today when you start getting that uncomfortable feeling with mm-hmm. what you're doing a shift is about to happen yeah and we be so scared to take that jump because it's like the fear of the unknown is a mother right essentially that's essentially it is. what it is the fear of the unknown what can happen what if but i'm like if you got a true plan and a true vision of course it may not work overnight right but not not that many things do happen right? so once once in a probably billion chance, you make that success overnight. Right. So it's like, mm-hmm. then you got to manage it. So it's still a day to day process. Facts, because mm-hmm. shit that come quick and easy, them people would be the ones that fizzle out the fastest mm-hmm. because they weren't prepared for the life that so happened to jump in front of them at that right. time. Show right. me a lottery winner that's still generations g- gone and they managed to keep their money because a lot of times they don't understand the managing process. If I'm they rich, mm-hmm. if, I, if I became famous, shit, all that shit. You know what I'm saying? And, and when we go back, we talk about Shikari. You know what I'm saying? You talking about a 21-year-old who became a, a, a superstar 
Overnight. Over, not necessarily even overnight, because people that follow, you heard her name on ESPN. Right. But the fact that in the course of one year of college, everybody knows this girl's name. And right. she's 21. Yep. So managing that, you know what I'm saying? And people, we live in a society that people forget that people are human. Mm-hmm. And people make mistakes. You know what I'm saying? No, Just as quickly as you rise, people. people are human. It's, it depends on the color of your fucking skin. Nah, it, it's not just that. Because it, it, if, if we really want, there, there's, some, there's some Caucasians and other races that if they, they go out there and make a mistake, it, they can lose it all too. You know what I'm saying? Hey, old, old girl. Hell, you can look. We got it a lot harder. But hell, old girl at ESPN, she said some shit hellas ago. Yeah. And, and if you listen to what she said, she really wasn't necessarily coming for somebody. She just made a blanket statement. They was like, oh, we got you. You know what I'm saying? So it, it happens to everybody. You got to be careful. Make, sometimes they have to make examples out of people. No, but I'm, I'm not here too. to argue. Oh, no, here. no, that's a fact, though. Sometimes it's somebody has to be that legal example. That's why when you see so many cops do all this fucked up shit, mm-hmm. they finally threw whatever book they could with the mass at their show. Because at this point, it was like, all right. We gotta do something, right? And I've been wondering why. Me personally, if I'm like, oh, we know for a fact you fucked up, why? Uh, fuck that. Trying to cover the the police precinct. It's like, bro, we gonna have to sacrifice what you did, bro. You fucked up. Yeah. Why we all gotta take this forever, L, based off of your non-thinking ass, right? So we gonna you gonna have to take your L. This is set, but that shit play out like drugs and all that shit. It's always a fall guy. Right. It's a nigga there mm-hmm. who will take an L for shit he ain't even do because that's his role in the system. Real talk. So if you a fucked up police officer, you need to be the fall guy for your situation. Yep. Fuck that trying to get out this jam because you the oh, we the boys in blue. I'm like, well, no, nigga, you you a white man in a blue shirt. It's right. a whole lot different. Like I'm a black man in a black skin. I can't go wash this shit up no matter what I wipe with. So it just based off of how that should just be crazy. That's a whole other episode. With the guy right. Yeah. yeah. But look. Before I get in my interview, man, I got to give y'all my black sports players for the number 76. We got Hall of Famer Bob Boomer Brown of the Philadelphia. It ain't the 76, it's just the Eagles. I don't know why I type 76. And then we got Hall of Fame Marion Motley of the Cleveland Browns. Shout out to them OGs, man. I like trying to find. Like I said, I don't know what I'm going to do after 100. I'm going to have to figure (laughs) out what I'm going to do. Maybe double it up on numbers and some shit like that. Double back, yeah. Yeah. So. Y'all, we got to clap. For those who didn't get to your little introduction, we kind of gave it a beginning. For the people who watch and who don't know much about you, let our listeners and viewers know a little about yourself and about your brand, Year 60 Photography. Sure. Um, so Year 60 Photography is a practice I have in Chicago and Miami. I've been a photographer for 22 years now. Uh, I started old in high school. Um, I actually did darkroom and film, so I actually have trained classically. Yeah. Um, stopped and started. My, my camera got messed up when I worked in Haiti in 2010. I stopped for four years. Um, picked it back up 2014, said stop BSing with it. Got serious with it. Um, and then ever since there, I got my own studio in 2019 in Chicago. And then I had 2020 at the beginning of the pandemic. I got a studio in Miami. Um, work has been expanding I've shot a lot of people I often joke you probably seen my work because it's probably somebody's profile pic and you don't know it Um, and and then uh, just outside of that uh, serial entrepreneur and uh, defending my dissertation my PhD in business at the end of next month like that education. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, man, what 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 got you 
into you know wanting to be behind the lens? Um, when I was in high school, I had a real big anger management problem. Um, and photography, in order to do it, you have to shut up. Mm. You have to talk less to do it. It requires observation. Um, I've always been a creative. Uh, my original career was architecture. Worked in that in a while. So photography was cool because my family really didn't take pictures, and it was like, all right, well, how can you capture that? So I started off taking pictures of the, of the built environment, landscapes, but wasn't much money in that. Then I started doing parties and stuff in college. Um, but the more I really kind of got into it, it was like I started studying like classical people, like Gordon Parks. Yeah. Like a lot of people don't know, Gordon Parks, who directed Shaft, was a world-renowned photographer. Um, you know, he worked with government to capturing the favelas in brazil all this other stuff so then i start really getting into the craft of it like man what what are you capturing because photos say a lot and in, in the digital age when i went to a digital camera it got hard at first because everybody think because they got a smartphone they can do my job um and it's actually made my business better because you know i tell people like all right you don't pay me but now you gotta explain to your wife why them photos is trash um and it made me a better business person. And it's something that no matter what the technology is, we still need to capture the moment of the day for tomorrow. So that's how I look at it. That's what's up, man. So, I mean, with your, with your company, Year 60 Photography, do you only offer photography services or somebody can book you as a videographer as well? Um, I've stayed away from video. Okay. Um, it's not my ministry. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not that I can't do it. Um, I just don't. I try not to overspread myself with, with my company. And it's so much to do in photography that people think is just taking pictures. It's so much that goes along with before the snap, after the snap, you know, cleaning up some people. You know, some people want you to lie and be like, I'm a size 20. Can you make me a four? No, that's between you and your guy, sis. I need you. <laughs> I'll knock a blemish out. But what I'm not going to do is contribute to visual fuckery. But, uh, <laughs> but, but, you know, it's just a lot to photography that every day I'm shooting, I'm always learning something new. So I, I, I heard you mention that uh, you was working on your PhD. What's your, edu- like, you know, what's your educational background? Like, tell, tell us what schools you went to and, you know, got to rep them out. Whew. Uh, I have a Bachelor of Arts and Architectural Studies from the University of Illinois, Chicago. Okay. UIC. Uh, I have a Master's of Science in Real Estate from Roosevelt University. And I have an MBA with a focus in marketing from American Intercontinental University. Dope. And I'm finishing my doctorate in business uh, administration with a focus in organizational development from National Lewis University. Hey. Hey. I see you. So, hey, bro. What was, like, you've been doing photography, like you said, 22 plus years. What was one of the most difficult things you found to grasp about that, like, whole profession? Um, being, on, well, I would say non-technically, just customer service. Um, because there's a lot of idiots with cameras, but it's, a, it's the little things that matter that bring people back. I would say technically, then learning lighting. Because a lot of photographers will say, oh, well, I like to use natural light. They usually translates that they've never worked in a studio or can handle artificial light. Mm-hmm. And it's a different ball game when you're in a room with lights and learning stuff like that. But the customer service piece is so important because ain't nothing new under the sun. There's a lot of people with cameras. And just doing the things and making sure my clients feel safe, secure, you know, you, you know, nothing crazy is going on. They're, they can trust me with their images and things like that. So... It, that, those two have been the biggest points for me. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So, 
being that I'm getting into videography, man, I've been talking to a lot of people. I know that photographers, videographers, and one thing I always keep hearing about is color grading. Please mm -hmm. explain to me the importance of color grading when doing your work. Well, for me, I'm considered a colorist. Um, I'm big on color. The technical term is saturation. For me, colors pop. So you need to know like what colors, what's the difference between warm and cold. So like a lot of the lighting right now in your space, I can tell is more warm because you got yellow lights. So you got to know how to kind of like balance that. So like the you'll hear tungsten can kind of counter the yellow and the blue to make it more of a pure white. Um, also with color, you know, color conveys so much emotion. So if you wanted to pop, for instance, when you think of red, we associate it with passion. So do you want that passion to come out or do you want to kind of mute that a bit, you know, and, and learn your learn your colors. Like I know as men, in theory, we don't know colors, but know the difference between warm gray and cool gray. Know the difference between pink and salmon, because all of that plays on the screen when people see, especially in video, because it's moving and color can change the intent and integrity of whatever you're doing dramatically. So like if you did a, if you did this in black and white, it would feel different versus color you know what i'm saying and know how things work because that color will will either make or break you okay. so what's next for year 60 photography um hmm. uh expanding um i got something that i will be announcing soon i can't yet but i'm uh closed a big deal on something that will be expanding my brand as a photographer Dope. um and then um just you know, looking for the next clients. Um, I enjoy what I do um, and just kind of figuring out what my legacy will be. I've been doing it for six years, um, a business owner for six years, paying taxes for six years. And it's it's dope, you know, to, to say you've been an entrepreneur. Everyone here knows that um, and have gone past that intro phase. So for me now is, you know, now that the world's kind of opening back up, trying to get the work, some of the work I lost too. Because when COVID hit, um, I just regained my clients from Los Angeles. I had work in L.A., London, Atlanta, Jamaica, and France. So I've only got one back. So I'm slowly trying to make my way back to getting that work that I lost overseas. Dope. So in, in getting new clients, how can our listeners and viewers uh, find you, all your information, social media, et cetera? Sure. So uh, my website is www.y6 zero r.com um on instagram specifically it's year 60 photog so that's uh y e a r six zero p h o t o g um reach out you know uh i'm always taking new clients um but i always have to give this disclaimer black don't mean free Woo. uh quality my motto is quality quickly that means it's gonna cost um, I don't negotiate with terrorists. My price is my price. Your your cause means nothing. Um, I'm not a not for profit. <laughs> I mean, so talk your shit, Because a lot of times people will come and be like, "Oh, well, you know, what is your price?" And I give it, and they'll be like, "Well, well, that's expensive." And I go, "No, because when you go to the Gucci store, you have enough money to buy the belt with the taxes. So you respect me the same way. Dap me like I'm black." Pay me like I'm white. And I say no a lot more now. And my life is quieter. <laughs> no, I, I feel that. Because, man, I, like I always tell people when I say stuff, I always speak to black people because that's all I'm generally around. We 
will try to finagle a price out of anybody that's just person to person. We don't go in the store and try that shit. But when it's your homeboy, I always tell people if I ask for something and it's, it's out of my range, I'm like, bro, let me get my money right. You who I want to fuck with. Give me some mm-hmm. time. <laughs> He's spitting facts, though. He's spitting facts, though. Yeah, but it's facts. So it deserved a hand clap. It's like, give me some time. I'll get it together, but I'm not finna shun you. Like, oh, man, the worst thing you hear is, well, such and such charged that. Well, why you ain't fucking such and such then? Bro, if I got a nickel for every time I do that, and now one of the things that I have, and some of my clients have found this out the hard way, I call it the dumbass fee. (laughs) This is in my contracts. DAF. So if you come to me and say, I want you to do X, and you say, I'm going to go with someone else. Cool. And you got to come back to me and you need it yesterday. I'm taxing you 35 to 55%. Dumbass mm. fee. Because yeah. if you listen to me the first time, you wouldn't be here. I had an incident with a client recently that wanted me to do a headshot at the last minute, like in two hours. And when I gave her the price, she was like, why is it that much? I was like, because you want me to stop my Sunday for me to relax and, and enjoy catching up on my shows to go to the studio and take a picture of you. That cost, that's 22 years of expertise. That's what you're paying for. Well, I'm going to go somewhere else. Go on now, get it. You're not going to get the same quality. Look, and then when they be mad, when they get it back, and that shit don't come out what they anticipate, I'm like, well, you got what you paid for. It's like getting a cheap-ass tattoo. What what, what did you expect? You didn't want to spend the the 200 an hour, but you went over what's man, that was 50 an hour. You paid $100 for this big-ass piece on your arm, and that shit... It's two dimensional. <laughs> it's just like, was you that you was that much of a rush to get it? I would rather pay for if I don't got it. I would rather save it up if that's what I truly want. And sometimes yeah. it's like you be having, but it's like I don't need to be spending this type of money right, right. now. Because I'm yep. not, who you, I ain't in a rush to do what I'm trying to do. Let me get my funds right. You definitely know I'm going. I do that all the time. You get what you pay for. Yeah, patience I, is key. I will say this too for for black people too. We need to learn how to properly barter. And when I say properly barter, I want to be very clear. Number one, pussy's not a form of payment to me. Mm. That's what we don't do around here. Number two, trade me of something of equal or more value. So my rate is $225 an hour. That's $225 for me to open a folder on Windows Explorer with your name. That's what it costs. So if you're going to trade something, let's trade something of $225 per hour. That's fair, right? So if you don't trade something of equal value, we got a misunderstanding here. You know what I'm saying? So black people as a community, we know how to barter. That's no problem. But it's got to make sense. Make it make no, You know, it do people always try to lowball you. It's like, no, yeah. bro. It's just like when and I heard that talking to somebody else. And I use it as much as business. <coughs> say if somebody hit me up, if I start charging for people, because they will. If you want to book an interview, then you're going to have to pay for that because now, you set that time, you pick your date, I will take the time to research you, which is time I can mm-hmm. do other shit. Yep. But then you'd be like, well, oh, bro, I got to pay, man. This is what I do. This is my shit. I'm like, well, bro, I've been on your social media. Mm-hmm. And nothing on your social media that's going to move the needle for myself. So that's not an even trade. If I got 3,000 people, you got 300, how does that benefit me to give you a free interview for me to be shown on your platform? Right. Whereas you coming to mind, you got access to this many amount of people at one time. It don't make sense. Mm. Say that for the cheap seats in the back, because exposure don't pay bills. Tired of cheap seats. Unless your exposure is why, because there's people I book based off of how I see their social media. Mm. Okay, I like what you're doing. 
look like if I get you to promote your shit, go do me some justice. Right. And it usually works out that way. But if I see somebody, and there's people I book with way less than me, but it's because I believe in what you're doing. Right. I like where you're going. You may not be moving the needle over here, but your profit is coming in. So I'm like, you got people that's going to tap into me and all that. But if you just a random Joe Smoke, and you like, oh, yeah, bro, man, I can help you do this. I'm like, no, nigga, you're not helping me. You're helping yourself right. by trying to make me feel like you're doing something on my behalf. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, we got to stop that shit. Well, you know, I would say one of the things that I, I've learned from other hosts and shows that I used to work is bring those guests back a year or two later and be like, so what happened with that? They usually don't want to come back. Mm. After they didn't lie and say, oh, I'm finna. Or, and don't get me wrong. Things happen. Life happens. But a lot of times when people come back the second or third time around, they don't have anything to really show. And my thing is, if you don't, then what? tell me, tell me what happened, because there's a story in that too, right? right? Life happened. You could have been sick, had kids, whatever. But a lot of times people get on these platforms to bullshit so they can lie. And as I tell people, if you don't have everything lined up, it's okay. No one's perfect. But the socials don't let you forget. Screenshots and interviews come back to haunt. <laughs> so pick your words and pick what you speak very carefully. The greatest phrase ever. You ain't got a lot of kicking, bro. Tell the truth. I'd rather you be like, yeah, bro, man, I'm just trying to be. I'd have had people like, hey, man. I, matter of fact, a young dude. I heard a song of his. I seen it all random. He commented on a picture of me. Oh, you like, hey, man, I'm 19 years old, man. I do music. Ooh, man. And first, you, it's usually bot pages that comment. I can tell mm-hmm. he was a legit person. So I instantly commented back, well, hey, bro, you do music. This is my, I'm like, click on the email address on this page. Send me your music. If you send it, I got you. A day later, he sent me, like, hey, bro, this is my name. I'll talk to you on Instagram, bro. Like, I appreciate you giving me that. And he sent me the song. I told him, listen to it. Tell your people, listen right here. The first song that's going to play is your shit. And I actually like the music. Right. So after that, he, I got an email the next day, like, bro, thank you so much. This is my first time getting my song played on the radio show. Is there any way, you know, we can work on doing an interview or something? And his following not huge, but I could tell his hunger for what he was doing. And the way mm-hmm. that he came about. The way he came at me was respectful. It ain't that whole just hop in your inbox. Hey, man, listen to this shit. Right. He's like, oh, bro, I like what y'all doing, man. I really love the show. I was like, all right, bro, you know what? I'll make that happen for you one of these days. Let me figure it out, and I'll make sure That's you know. That's dope. I, I didn't realize I, how, how quickly that shit happened. The day you introduced me as the, as the co-host, that night, it's like 11 o'clock. Hey, bro, I just want you to check this out. That shit happens. First of all, how, how did you find me, my dude? Like, you know, people it, see what you're doing, and like, that's what right. you said. You heard people hitting boxing. I done seen people that was I done got messages. Matter of fact, one of my guests, Nando SCL, came on here and he was like, hey, bro, my daddy be watching your show, man. He's like, y'all talking about finna go on ethnic issue. He's like, oh, Nico ass, yeah, y'all grew up on shit. I done, went, I done walked into Walgreens, mask on and everything for Hokey. Mind you, I'm not from out here. I walked in there, she was like, I'm like, I've seen you before. Right. I'm like, where do you, where do you see me at? She was like, you was on Facebook behind a microphone talking. I was watching the show. I'm like, turn up, man, because you never know where your reach is going to be. Right, man. Yeah. The shit is flattering. Absolutely. It's, it's flattering as fuck, man. Like, it make me kind of warm you warm up. Warm you up. I've been skating. I'm, at the, I'm outside at the, at the tennis court at Cahokia High, skating, minding my business. I seen a lady walking over. She's an older lady. So I'm like, oh, she's cool. She's trying to pull up on me and shit. Hey, Granny. And she like, hey. She's like, you think Nico, right? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My name is such and such. We're actually Facebook friends. I love your platform. So like, I watch your show every Wednesday. I just think it's dope, man. I just wanted to come over here and tell you, congratulations. Keep doing what you're doing. And I'm just, I just stopped skating. I'm like, 
tell people straight be watching straight this. Straight watching man. it, man. And it's you dope. never know. But people see, you know, you so used to seeing shit where they got 100,000 views. I'm like, that was because a lot of them people have such a huge follower outside of what they was doing. It was easy to transition into podcasts. Yeah. Right. If you used to be a rapper or doing selling millions of records, it ain't shit to go and start talking. But when you just a random person that decided to hit live on your Facebook page and <laughs> do a show and had 24,000 people watch your shit off a live video, yeah. It's a dope experience. It's dope. It lets you know you you and your purpose and walking your path. Yes. Indeed. Keep it up, brother. Keep it up. It's it's great. Like I said, I would watch. I've been I'm trying to make sure I watch it regularly now, not just because I was on it, but I wanted to watch it to know how y'all question and do everything so I could feel y'all out. So man, it's it's a blessing. Y'all got a lot of great energy, man. Keep it up. Um it's gonna go further than that. Just so you said never forget the common touch that you had because you know, one day someone's gonna ask you and you're gonna be there. And you're gonna have to tell them, look, it can be, ha- it can happen. So you're a test, you're a testament to that. Yes, sir. Definitely. Yeah. I appreciate you tapping in with us, man. I'm finally glad we was able to do this interview. Thank you sure. so much for coming on the show, bro. Hey, no problem. Thanks, man. Whenever you have me, whenever you want me back, I'm. Most definitely. Yes, man. sir. You have a great rest of your evening, man. Uh, take care. All right, bro. right on. I don't say commercial no more. Ever since that nigga said advertisements, from now on I'm saying commercial. And I'm still, Roderick White, if you're listening, I want you to come on the show. My first question, after I ask you to say who you is, why you let that nigga say advertisements on all them goddamn commercials? 411 paying my ass, nigga. That was the pain. Yeah. Hearing a nigga say advertisements. For the longest. All like, the people at the radio station too, because I know y'all. I know they no, heard I that feel shit. Like he only had thirty minutes of studio time to do that. His shit ran. He did his shit in the last ten minutes. They were like, bro, we ain't booking no more time <laughs> because I'd have heard him say it the right way. And I'm like, ain't nobody thought to loop that shit over, like cut it out, put the right part in there. He was like, fuck it, bro. I'm knowing he probably the nigga that's he niggas hear him talk like, hey, say a verse. That's me. Do I do that motherfucking voice, nigga? That shit cool. But it popped though. No, they bought. They yeah, bought those. Let me do a commercial. <laughs> hey. I feel like I could do a fire ass commercial for him, man. But look, we're going to go on this quick commercial break on episode 76. Ethnic issue more. Pure fuckery. Nico the Great. Past master. Hey, Granny. We got Dr. Bay in the Dr. Bay. Yeah, you old pussy ass, cake ass, punk ass, trick ass, suck ass, fuck ass. Thicker than food ass, KY jelly packing ass, nigga. You better get your bitch ass up off the street, nigga. You got five seconds to get your hating oh, ass up out here because it's some trill ass niggas in this motherfucker. Yeah, nigga, y'all know the motherfucking scope. Y'all non snarlers, non smokers, non sippers. Get the fuck up out of here, bitch. Nigga, it's some sipping ass, pouring up ass, smoking ass, getting high ass niggas in here. 3 6 UGK, nigga, we putting it down in this motherfucker. And we ain't playing with you. Y'all know the motherfucking skull hole. Now pull it up, nigga. Dippin' no some scissor. Dippin' no some zip. 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 Dippin' no some scissor. Working the wheel, a pimp, not a simp. Keep the dope fiends higher than the good year blimp. We eat so many shrimp. I got eye die hardening. Fuck niggas, make me sick with all that pigeon and bargaining. 
say that you a boss, I ain't believing that shit. You got the funny Geneva watch with the Ferrari kit. Take that monkey shit off, you embarrassing us. I got the red permissive scene, thick orange and yellow tuck. Hyper cold down on the hands, free phone. The 84 phone on them blades, 20 inch phone. If you got 16, you can get a fizzer. I'm chucking on that soda, sweet and sipping on that scissor. Some niggas scared the floating, some niggas they want it, want it. Some niggas they join it, join it. But I be fucked up a phone it. Go with the mafia six, and we ain't about that bullshit. If we gon' get high, we gon' get high, and we gon' have some bitch. Two niggas all at the mouth. Shout out to all them grannies that miss me. All the grannies, and we got Dr. Every time you say that, I think about, uh, what's the song? He's like, you fuck like a granny fuck. Hey. I don't know what you're talking about. You know hey. what I'm talking about? Hey. Is that Gotti or G? She like it long it's and slow. Gotti. That's all. It's got, say, I think it is Gotti. Say, uh, you fuck like a granny fuck. fuck. Oh, I, know, hey. I know the whole song. Too. I just can't think of which one. That's the song I think of when you say that. So look, y'all, we got a couple of random Random topics, man. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Pass Master 
bring oh, this one up because he brought it to me and said we had to talk about jobs. Hey man, you know when when you get rich, you know all of us talk about being wanting to be rich one day. But I think this dude takes the cake on the dumbest shit ever. With rich, like when you got money. What do you do, man? Man, Richard Brandon then made his own little spacecraft, and he like first it was a race. Between him and uh, what's my boy Elon Musk, they they trying to get to space, and then they trying to offer like like passenger flights. Like, bro, I'm sorry, I can't do it. I want to go. NASA not taking me. I ain't going. And NASA ain't proof. Like, because them niggas be blowing up. We clearly ain't supposed to be the fuck up there. Hey, I I, the way I look at, I want to know what he woke up was like. You know what I should do. I want to build my own spacecraft. But he made it, though, didn't he? Yeah, he did. They was up there for like 30 minutes or something. Think about it, though. You just have to crib one day. You you come over your homeboy smoke. Man, nigga, what you do yesterday? Shit, I wasn't on nothing. What was shit? Yeah, what you do? Well, shit, bro, shit. Me and Granny slid in the mall. I made a motherfucking rocket, you know? Me and Granny slid in that hole up to the space. <laughs> nigga, I seen a little Martian and shit. I said, what up, cuz? And then I slid back <laughs> down to the crib. It's like, you can, I was just like. <laughs> bro, you went to the moon yesterday? You ain't calling no I want to go. I went, yeah, what, 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 so, real talk. What, if you went, what's the purpose? Like, what, what you gonna, what you want to see up there? Because they only they was only up there for like 20 minutes. 20 minutes? I can't get out that motherfucker. I ain't trying to go. I ain't gonna go. See, I, see, I, I got to put, put my foot out there. You know what I'm saying? Skate on the moon. You know, I'm trying to kick it up there. Like, like I'm trying to smoke an L on the moon. See <laughs> yeah, if I can get high while being high. Yeah, I get high. Shit, I, I barely like being up in the clouds when I'm on a plane. You no, ain't about to take me up. No, you ain't gonna take me. You have to just like blindfold me. Oh, I got to know what. You know why? Think about it. If you could get a spaceship with all niggas. That shit is going to be the funniest thing. But first of all, that's like so if play. there's not anything in the world that can't be funny, all you need is four to five black people, and it's going to make it. We are so fucking hilarious. Somebody going to start praying that it's, shit. Look, you got one person out there praying. You got the one nigga in the back like, oh, no, let me about this bitch, bro. We don't need to do this, man. Somebody going to light up halfway up. Look, like, I'll be the shit, nigga. I might I'll not make it. I'm going to be the one lighting up. On this motherfucking planet, like, bro, what you, I'll be, you got the one nigga that's like, well, shit, my Wi-Fi still connected. I'm finna go live till, we, till this bitch kick out. If we got Wi-Fi on the spaceship and shit. I'm like, man, nobody got no motherfucking Wi-Fi. Oh, well, shit, I'm going to ride this bitch till it's done. I'm gonna be up on that motherfucker taking all dumbass pictures. We got you got to set up that motherfucker do one jail pose on yeah, the moon yeah. and shit. If you don't get four or five niggas in a jail hood pose, what's the purpose of going up there? Right. Like so, but I mean, you give me a billion dollars. The crazy part is, I've been prepared for if I hit the lottery. Me and my mama, at least once every other month, when we talk on the phone, talk about what we gonna do, do if we was because we always like, bro, I'm tired of working. I need to. She was like, you need to come on and make it. But we gotta hit the lottery because I'm tired of working. I'm like, mama, I'm trying, bro. My dad had been playing the lottery like my whole life. He had a whole scheme. Like you would see him working his numbers, right? He'd be my like, mama was he's like, like this is the way the system works. And he had it planned out. He told me I was 14 years old. He said, hey, if I hit, most likely when I hit, this is what's going to happen. I need you to take this and set it over here. And like he had a whole plan. Me and my sister was like, like how long have you been thinking about this? Like People that play the lottery truly truly but because my son great grandma shout out to mama Mildred she is she had a book where she would write numbers down like anytime I come out here and stay in a hotel mm-hmm. what's the number in your room 
Like anything I did involve numbers, she asked me and wrote the numbers down. She had a, a dream book. If you had a certain dream, this is what numbers you need to play. She was a pick four, pick three queen. And I ain't gonna say, well, she, she, she still played, but back when she was more mobile and moving, mm-hmm. she was cold with that shit. She was like, well, look, I'm gonna play the numbers real quick. I'll come back, maybe some chicken, baby. I'm like, well, look, girl. She was like, when's your birthday? When I met her, when's your birthday? When's your mama birthday? When's your daddy birthday? <laughs> she was asking me everybody's birthday she could think of. She and she done, she done told me I tell them a hotel room I stay in when I come in. She was like, baby, you know I want four hundred dollars off that hotel number. You like, shit, let me owe three dollars. Like, she, she was at the point she was paying her bills on pick three, pick four. She was winning at least four times a month. Wow, like she was good at that shit. I'm like, baby, you need to write a book and sell that shit. I know I win the lottery. It depends on first thing I'm doing. I'm calling my certain people. You got to call. Yeah, I'm calling my my best friend back home, Kyle. I'm like, hey, bro, oh, he the type of nigga I can call. Like, hey, meet me at X, Y, and Z. He not gonna ask me why I told him this. He know if I told him it's something serious. I'm like, bro, it's gonna take four hours to get here. He like, bro, I gotta finish this up. I'm on the way. And he gonna believe. I'm like, listen, nigga, you at work, leave that bitch. I got this. You gotta fuck with people that's gonna believe you. Yeah. And one, first thing you need to do, I'm getting a lawyer. Come pick this money up because I'm not. I'll pay you if I went X amount of. You went three out of fifty million. But, but take see the good. The good thing. The good thing now is that I think in Missouri, you you can be anonymous now. Okay. So if you win, yeah. So if you win, you can be like you can get up there with a mask on, like. Right. See in Illinois, you gotta say your name. I believe. Hey, I'm so like this. Even if did. even if I hit and everybody know it's me, that 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 little press conference, bruh, I'm about to pull that my boy from uh half baked when he got fired. You cool. Fuck you. you. Fuck you. Oh, hey. bro, I'm the realest. You gonna have the great. They gonna that shit. That press conference is gonna be on World Star. That press conference gonna be on Shade Room. Cause I'm gonna turn up in this. You gonna turn all I'm the way up. Mic. All right, all right. For all y'all niggas that was talking that shit before I got this money, I wrote this list out. Cause I'm gonna let y'all know about y'all. Mm-hmm. I'm talking. I'm. I got shit for teachers that I ain't seen before. Teachers told me I wasn't gonna be shit. I had one of them stories. Stop lying on them teachers. This teacher told you what Hey, you know what? By the grades they gave me, they knew what they was, they was telling me that. I, as, a, as a, when I was growing up, I was in seventh grade. Mm. I had a teacher, a music teacher, told my whole class that we wasn't going to amount to nothing. Because oh, wow. we was acting bad in her class that day, right? Wow. And, like, I remember going home telling my mama, she said this. And everybody, all the parents like, no, not her. And I was like, hey, I remember I came back when, as a teacher. And I saw her, and I was like, "She's like, what do you do now? I'm a teacher. I'm, I'm, I'm doing what you're doing." And she's like, "Oh my God, I'm so happy for you!" And I'm like, "I don't like you. Right. I just you can't. Told me I, I came by this room to tell you that I'm that I, that I got a job with some benefits. And as a matter of fact, where you working where I work, I make more money than you. That's the only <laughs> reason I did this. And you've been here for years. Yeah. You're teaching me, dumbass. You <laughs> stupid ass bitch. So I'm like, what'd you do? You hit the Bruh, I'm going to tell you right now, if I hit the lottery, I already told Maria this is what's going to happen. Every org that we in, they're going to get an anonymous check. This is our life membership and all that shit. We ain't coming to no more meetings. We going to do Hey, the Grand Lodge is going to get a check. Here go y'all new building. Don't call me no more. You know what I'm saying? I'm going I'm to I'm I'm disappear. I'm going to go do some Will Smith shit. I'm going to go buy me an island. I'm going to bring all the people I rock with to the island. When it's time for y'all to go from the island, hey, it was great having you out. It's time. Your plane ready. Oh, my mama. Like, bro, just shoot me a text every once in a while. Just so I know you're good. Other than that, you're your best life, my nigga. Hey, right. I, I'm out. 
So, Dr. Bay, you win the lottery. What you doing? If I win the lottery, first person I'm calling him is my son mm. for shizzle. Here, my oldest son. I'm going to hit Jay Easy up and say, Jay, we won the lottery. Fuck that job. You know, and after that. You can't, no, you can't, you can't tell him you won while he at the gig. That's what niggas going to yeah, Niggas going to quit lethargically. I, I want him. You got to do that shit like. Uh, you got to wait till he get home and let him do like. Right. Do that shit but like he ain't going to quit. Off of everybody hates Chris. Yeah. I don't need this, man. My man got two he, jobs. He ain't right. go, my son ain't going to quit. Shit, he's, quit he man. like his job. He like the people he work nah, with. I'm quit. So he, he's going to like work the day and shit. Oh, it probably give him a two weeks nah. notice. So I'll be nope. like, Jay, just quit. No. Nah. But for real, like, that's the first nah. person I'm calling. After that, you know, what I'm going to do, I'm just going to live. Man, that's Wait, look, financial I'm gonna, freedom. I'm gonna do a good, before you start really playing, because you got to do, okay, say you win 350 million, they take about 29% of that shit. Yeah. People be complaining, like, they take house. I'm like, bro, you bought a $2 ticket that came up on 150, 200 million. Nigga, they, give me what I got. Right. Yeah. I can't, right. if I got to break down the numbers on my percentage, come up, nigga. I'm, I'm, I'm in gonna the make, million. Pay all the taxes make that right shit there. Work, man. Yep. I'm going to make it and work. Well, I'm going to do the first a month straight. I'm going to go to every place I thought of. I'm talking about every three, four days, I'm changing the vacation spot. I'm going to do what I want to do in the U.S. After that, I'm going to my out-of-country places. I got a good, because you got to do your tricking phase. I got a million dollars from tricking. I'm tricking a meal because I want 250. Right. Yeah. I'm tricking a million dollars on myself all the fun. And, I'm, and it ain't just me going by myself. Like, girls going to come. Right. Kids want to come. Like, I can't make y'all niggas drop out of school, but we can get y'all a tutor. Hell yeah. Do what we going to do. Nah, I'm. My mama. You said uh, one man. Shit, I'm. I'm I'm, I'm, I, mean, I had that's already my said, minimum. My minimum is triple. I, nah, I already said I was going to take, if I if I won, let's say 250, right? I win 250. After taxes, let's say I got a smooth 175, right? If you take, if I got 175 mil, I'm going to take a cool 10 to 20 mil and say, you know what? I'm just breaking bread. No, that, I'm going to take care yeah, of I'm folks. Gonna I'm going to take it. I'm going to break bread. But after that, after that, like once. Hey, if, if you a cousin, I ain't really fuck with you like that. We don't talk, but I give you a smooth five hundred k. Don't call me for. Hey, man, I got my list in my you, phone. You know what I'm saying? Like, as soon as I slide the check, the, the cash over. If this run out, nigga, you on your own. Right. I don't you call up, me. I set you up to make sure this shit continue to trickle down. You got a business? Here you go. I'm your silent investor. Don't I don't call me. Yeah. All that shit. And the crazy part is with your business. The only thing I want back is the money I put up. Yep. After that, this is 100% your business, man. Give me my bread back. I just want to see you do your thing. Unless we decided to further take this. But other than, I'm gonna get. But after I get my month of kicking it, then I'm going to start really. This is when I get my financial planner. Like, hey, bro, I need you only going to take a month I mean, to kick it? I'm talking about my first month. After that, I want to plan my money out. Okay. Now, I'm going to get back to it. Right. I'm, my next month, let me get my realty, my realty shit in order. Like, I want to get some some property. property. Let me get some other business ventures after that, so I know my money. Because the worst thing you'll do, you want you got 175 million out of this payout, and you ain't figure out a way to make that shit continue. Yep. Because it's easy. You be thinking, oh, I can't spend 175 million in a lifetime. I'm like, I'm pretty sure the average motherfucker spent a million in his lifetime if, without a If you ain't if you ain't watched the uh, if you ain't watched the ESPN 30 for 30. Broke, broke. If you ain't watch broke, them niggas be hey, dumb shit. Dumb if you shit. ain't watch that, if, anybody that win the lottery, I don't care if you won a mi- one million or five hundred million. If you if, if do your homework, watch broke, cause it show what these athletes who get these millions of dollars, how they fuck it up. How they fuck it you up. You know what I'm saying? Broke. And and that be the worst thing. Imagine yo, you got all this shit. You the you the 
You the talk of the town for years. Then when that shit over, you ain't got nothing. And ain't nobody gonna be there. This what I'm doing. Real estate, Airbnbs, and houses to rent out. Hey, uh, I ain't trying to flip did them. What Rihanna I'm did? gonna rent them out. Yeah. Rihanna, Rihanna renting out her, her Beverly Hills mansion for 80K. Hey, man. A month. Somebody somewhere a month. Written that shit. 80K for a month. Look, Airbnbs, rental properties, dispensary, row form, and a fucking spa. That shit mm-hmm. like that's on my money go for the rest that's of gonna life. come in like and I'm talking I'm talking about like I want to put a look a luxury spa right here in St. Louis that caters to black women and I won't say uh-huh. cater to black women it's going to be geared towards black women but all races and ethnicities are welcome there but those my my top five things and like I, I got that on my list this ain't about no lottery. I'm, I got some other shit no, to work yeah. that I'm working on. Me and my son working on it. Like, we going to make this shit happen. Like, that's the fucking goal, man. You got to build generational wealth. I'm t- I'm thinking about my kids, their kids, and their kids' kids. Facts. You know what I'm saying? We got to make some shit crack, man. It's, it, 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 if COVID-19 ain't taught nobody shit, you're going to need to get up and make some shit happen for yourself. Hell, man. yeah. Speaking, speaking of making shit happen, man, shout out to our brother, Will Robinson, you know what I'm saying? Hey, first of all. Yeah, I think so. At the Blue Strawberry. He, he, he he doing, up, I think it's a three-part series. Yeah, doing that John Legend show, yeah. You know, if y'all ain't heard Will Robinson sing, man, we, we've actually played this song on the show before. Um, but Will Robinson, uh, we glad to announce it, you know what I'm saying, that uh, – our brother is the new general manager of Open Concept, which is in the Grove. And uh, check out his first event tomorrow night, uh, Thursday, at uh, Open Concept. It's called Nola Nights. His love for New Orleans, he done brought it back home. You know what I'm saying? That's where he went to school. So he brought it back home. He got the St. Boogie uh, Brass Band, Hurricanes. If y'all been to Bourbon Street, go to the Grove tomorrow. Open concept. Make sure y'all there to show our boys some love. Yeah, we finna turn up there, man. Shout out everybody that's in here, man. Y'all make sure y'all tune in. Yes, sir. Especially tune in to them, man. We trying to put something in the works with that building, man. I ain't gonna say too much now. We ain't gonna say but, nothing. But when we get it played out, y'all gonna really, really love that. Now, before we get into is you dumb? Is you drunk? Is you stupid? Is you dumb? Hold up. Now you drunk? Is you stupid? Is you dumb? Is you stupid? Is you dumb? Now you drunk? Is you stupid? Is you dumb? Is you drunk? Is you stupid? Is you dumb? Hold up. Now you drunk? Is you stupid? Is you dumb? Is you stupid? Is you dumb? Now you drunk? Hey. person this week is Mr. Juvenile. Mr. Mm. Back that ass up himself. Girl, because clearly good. Juvenile is low on funds because he made a vax. So you must be broke, huh? And I just just so y'all know what I'm talking about. I have to bring it for you. Uh, you're finna on 
gon' lie, day chat, find a main chat. Open up be okay, yes, okay, yeah. Pop up picture looking tight, chat. Nice chat, got your bio reading right, chat. Precise chat, but before you find a day chat, you gotta wait, chat. Gotta go back to nature, chat, get me straight, chat. You 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 turn this in your own legacy. You hear that beat drop you think back that ass up and come on. So he got man, he got me an X on that thing too, don't he? Hey, Joe Biden said, hey, you know what? I got an idea. Understand me an ex though, cause I ain't, we ain't heard from me in a so long she time. She needed the money, but Juvie, I know you ain't that bro, bro. Manny, I know you still listen. Your mama drove, your daddy drove, and everybody in your goddamn family drove. That's why you're drove. Don't do that motherfucking shit no more, y'all. That was stupid. I'm highly upset at you, Juvenile. You just took a classic and ruined it. I don't even want to hear back that ass up no more. I really don't. And I'm gonna think about vax that thing, and you didn't even say vax that ass up. You said vax that thing, No, nigga, don't PG. 13, no goddamn movement. I, when I hear that beat drop, I need to see motherfuckers take off like this, run into the flow, and All I need to see group. the funding. You ever been in a concert stuff. and that beat drop? The fucking like hey, before the, it don't before the concert yeah, started. Nuts. The crowd, like, I remember they played that shit at Erica Badu. You remember that shit? You remember that shit? They played that shit at Erica Badu concert? They played that at Erica Badu concert. Motherfuckers in the crowd. I said. And make you think you at the Oprah show. Yeah. You clapping ass. You clapping ass. Who's in B-Drop, man? That's all you need. Everybody in the building. It's the one song that it doesn't matter what educational background you have. You, it's, it's universal. Thought-esque yes. of you are coming out. Baby, I appreciate it. Be <laughs> nasty. Be classy. But be ratchet at the same time. Back that ass up. Yeah. Don't vax that. And when you get your vaccination, don't sing the song while you're doing it. Now. <laughs> Doctor, you gotta say it like she doing on show. Doctor Bay, your favorite Doctor Bay. She say hey. <laughs> so look, for those who don't know anything about you, your brand, let us know about yourself and your podcast. All right, so I am Monique Ross. I just so happen to have a PhD. Dope. My PhD is. I say it's in literary arts. It's actually in expressive therapies, but it's easier to say literary arts because people are like, what's expressive therapies? That leads down a rabbit hole. But, uh, yeah, man, so I have a Ph.D. I wrote a book, and my book has been placed on a shelf. I have a traditional book deal, and 
because of this traditional book deal and the logistics surrounding the book deal it's titled the miseducation of monique ross it's a three-part series i tell a story mm. if you know the miseducation of lauren hill the album that's where i got my that's where the idea derived from literally sitting in my bedroom weighing the pros and cons of a situation and had an epiphany you should write a book you should title it the miseducation of monique ross and you should name the tracks off the album the book chapters okay so i started outlining this shit back in 2014 next thing you know i'm knee deep in down this rabbit hole writing a book never anticipated publishing it or putting it out through my homeboy he knew one of his female friends stayed out in new york she's happened to be a literary agent she comes like he connects us and she's like let me read it mm. Put me on the spot. I send it to her via email. A couple weeks later, she hits me up and was like, yo, this shit is dope. I want to work with this. And I wasn't even done writing. So, I, like, next thing you know, she's like, I'm shopping it around. She's shopping it around to publishing houses. We get a contract within a month or two. But I wasn't done writing a project. So, fast forward three years when I finally finished writing a project, because y'all know how black people are once we got it in a bag we're not focused on what we supposed to be doing i was out here living my best life being ratchet like i got a book deal like you can't tell me shit like that's every author's dream to have a traditional book deal you got people self-publishing and whatnot but to write and get that back and behind you like some motherfucking body want to pay you to put your content out like that's a big deal so i wasn't doing what i was supposed to do i was being my sophisticated ratchet self and I come, I finally finished, go back to the drawing board. Basically, the publishing house in which my book was through, my the guy who was representing my project at this particular publishing house, he had changed publishing houses. They didn't feel like, the new publishing house he was at didn't feel like it was a fit. The old publishing house, nobody was there available to take on my project, so it got placed on the shelf. I decided to go back to school and pursue my PhD, got my PhD. 2018 and I reached out to my agent like all right let's let's try again so she shops it around again I get another I get another offer another mm. deal and we thought it was going to be published in 2018 they wanted non-disclosure agreements at the last moment last minute when I'm thinking we can rape it's ready to be pushed out no we want non-disclosure agreements the three people they wanted these NDAs from nobody's name is the same in the book they didn't want to sign so that put it on hold again so we fast forward 2019 they finally agreed to sign it i go back i got my nda signed we missed our window 2018 was the 25th anniversary of lauren hill's um yeah. the miseducation lauren hill so they were going to try to equate that into our marketing and branding strategy because of that we missed our window so we're we're looking for a new window mm. we're waiting on a new window so Fast forward 2020, COVID hits. I'm sitting at home. I'm idle. Everybody's in my ear mode. Where's the book? I would be loved to be sitting at home reading the Miseducation of Monique Ross. I'm like, it's it's above me now. It's right. above me now, right? And in conversation with my cousin, who's my creative director of a Pure Fuckery podcast, she's like, create your own window. My homegirl, JP, create your own window. And shout out to JP, man, CEO, man. They are launching Roku TV, man. The mm. Testimony Tuesday, Unheard Media. 
shout out to JP, man. But my homegirl JP is like, you should do a podcast. And next thing you know, I'm thinking of ideas to do a podcast and shit. And I know I didn't jump into all y'all oh, no, questions. You good. You good. And um, it started off as a story time. I was supposed to do a story time where I was going to share. Like, I always got a story to tell. Like, I, and I couldn't make the shit up if I wanted to. So I start off doing a story time, sharing in my personal experiences about this, that, and the other, and brainstorming ideas for the book, or not for the book, but for the podcast, as far as the name. Where are we going to get to that? Should I, should I stop? All right. So brainstorming. Yeah, brainstorming for the idea on the name of the podcast. Like, I went up and I recorded with JP at the studio when she was recording out of the church and shit. And I was just like, this ain't for me being in the church. Like, I just kind of threw it under the bus, moved to Atlanta, came back. And then 2020, COVID happened. And I'm sitting up like, okay, I'm going to do a podcast. We're going to do a YouTube story channel. And I'm trying to think of names, couldn't come up with shit. And one day, I'm just having rapping with my little cousin. And something she said or I said, and I'm like, that's that's pure fuckery. And I'm like, that's, that's the name of the podcast. Because everybody knows, like, that's one of my favorite expressions, like, that's how I describe the bullshit that is life. I always say it's some fuckery. And next thing you know, I'm getting logos made and signs made and I'm preparing to launch and doing photo shoots and completely out of my comfort zone because you guys don't know this, but I'm a corporate HR executive. Like human resources is my vocation. Yeah. I have a associates in business administration, a bachelor's in uh, organizational studies, a master's in HR management, and an MBA master's in business administration. And then I decided to go a completely different route and pursue a PhD in literary arts, writing, expressive therapies. And um, Pure Fuckery, the podcast was born because I'm trying to create a window, which I've created my window. Uh, my publishing house, they're on board with what I'm doing with Pure Fuckery podcast because it's completely in line with the book. Yeah. And we thought we were going to launch last year 2020 for my 40th birthday things didn't work out because of COVID I want to have a big ass launch party here locally to celebrate with my friends and family because this shit has been a long time coming so I put it on hold and you know now that the world's opening back up I'm kind of on the fence like when do I want to do this shit mm -hmm. do I want to wait till my 41st birthday or do I want to wait till my half birthday which we've approached that so you know just stay tuned that's all I can say is stay fucking tuned because uh Hey, it's it's coming. It's coming. Like so, me, I'm coming. So coming. you you didn't a lot of these already. <laughs> so you know, so tell like me personally, I've never heard pure fuckery. I've never heard. So if I was to tune in tomorrow, tell me like what's the basis of it? What am what's I going to What's the basis? Hear? I talk love, sex, relationships, parenting, family, in and everything. Like no topics off music, uh, off limits. Music. I'm a music junkie. And I love music, so I love engaging with local artists and non-local artists. Like, I love to bring them on and talk about their, you know, their grind, their hustle. And, you know, I have music-themed uh, questions to go around and shit like that. But Pure Fuckery, that's my baby. And it's basically, like, just appreciating the bullshit that comes our way in life. You know, I people all the time, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of doubling back to why do they call you Dr. Bay? Like, I, lit I really do have a PhD, right? And I, all the time I get people in the comments, 
you're not a doctor and it's like no i have i have the fucking documents and the credentials and everything to prove hey man, it shout your schools because you know they all right. be trying to question all right all right so i have uh my bachelor's is from Fontbonne university my dual master's from lindenwood university and my phd is from leslie university okay you know and people like you don't look like a doctor you don't talk like a doctor you don't act like a doctor and you know what I'm saying? When I decided to do Pure Fuck Read the Podcast, a lot of people were shocked because I'm running, I have all these different circles. Like, I got my day ones that know me, hood mo. I got people from the hood that know me. You know what I'm saying? And then I got, like, the circles that I run in that are more influential, you know, successful doctors and lawyers and shit. And, that, like, some of them know this side of me, some of them don't. But that's the beauty of it. I'm the best of both worlds. I like to consider myself multifaceted. Like, you know what I'm saying? What is multifaceted? The ability to do hood red things on the weekend and then return to corporate America. Like, ain't shit happening on Monday. You know what I'm saying? And I have all these different sides of me where, you know, I can be on some hood shit. I can go to brunch. I can swag surf, although I can't really dance. But then I can bounce up in a fucking boardroom. Like, I serve on different boards in, you know, throughout the community at a number of different local organizations. I have a small consulting business where I help people build their nonprofit organizations and their businesses from the ground up and help them get everything in order. And usually when I'm done doing this, they come back and they want to hire me. They want me to come and be a part of the organization. It's like, no, I don't want to come and work for you. You know what I'm saying? I'm The most I'll do is serve on your, you know, executive board or something like that. But, you know, the purpose of, now that I've found my niche and where I am with Pure Fuckery, the podcast, I've really figured out what I want to do with it and how it aligns with me. My purpose is to let women know, black, whatever your race is, but, you know, I cater to, you know, black women. That's my audience. That's my core audience. But I want them to know that you can be educated and you can be all these other things, too. You can twerk in a club. You can drink your wine yes, or your you henny. Work. You know what I'm saying? Yes, you can you be can. fucking educated. You can yell A, 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 and you can do this and whatever the fuck as you As long as you do. yell A while twerking in right. front of me. If you don't know them, if you'll meet them one day, like, damn, if you a whole you do it as a DC the next day, I'm like, that was you in the club you, man. Hey. and then the next day I got on a fucking business suit you know like I, I love that representation like what's the sophisticated shit without mm-hmm. the ratchet shit and I like to consider like I had to you know really figure out who I am and I am I'm, I'm sophisticated as fuck but I'm also ratchet as fuck like I do sophisticated shit but I do participate in a but bunch I, of ratchet you, shit too you, you certainly Switch yeah, yeah. Can't be this all the time. I know. I know who to bring out this side of me around, and who to do. I know who I can slowly introduce to this mm-hmm. side of me. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're not ready for that yep. side of me because they gonna judge. Yeah. Yep. That's the beauty about being black. Yeah. So, yeah. one other thing I gotta ask you: What is next for Doctor Bay? What's fuckery? next for Doctor Bay and Pure Fuckery, man? Um, and I do, let me touch on Doctor Bay. I said, you know, people ask yeah, me how yeah, you, car you but. Say? The first couple episodes when I introduced myself, you know, as Monique Ross with the PhD, like people started calling me Dr. Bay. And next thing you know, it just kind of ran you with it. it. Yeah. With a time where black women coming out doing something, people like, 
like when they had teacher bay. So yeah. Find yeah, therapist bay. Well, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna say nothing bay. about that because people watching me, but she was fine. Teacher Bay was Teacher bad. Bay, I was on her Instagram for the longest, or Twitter. Lurking. I was almost going to move to Atlanta and then roll short. <laughs> hey. I was hey. like, baby, you could, I'll go back to kindergarten. Well, we can. We are. We are all these fucking things, and we can be all these things. So don't let nobody fucking tell you that just because you have a master's or a PhD, you're a lawyer, you're this, you're that. That you can't be your authentic self, and that's pure fuckery, man. This is my, that's my safe space where when I leave corporate America and I hang up that suit jacket and that tie, you know, I put my, like, I wear my red lipstick anyway, but that's just, you know, theoretically speaking, I'm putting my red lipstick on, and that's where you get sophisticated, ratchet ass Dr. Bay Mo. You know what I'm saying? But what's next? This book is what's fucking next, and I'm telling you, man, it's some heat. If you know the album of Miseducation of Lauren Hill, it's a love it's a love album. It's yeah. a love story. And this is a love story of epic proportions. And I share in my personal experiences. Like this shit is derived from real life personal experiences. Like when I start the book, I'm living this American dream. I married the kids, two and a half kids, and fish and half kids. The dog. The dog. Oh, I was gonna say, you know I'm what I'm like, saying? Two and a half kids. Up, and I'm up. living this American dream. So you guys think on the outside looking in, and that just goes to show from the inside. In on the inside, you don't know what the fuck is going on behind these four walls with with two people. Yeah. And this story tell like it literally tells it all. When me and my ex husband and I split up, I never went and cleared the air and said, "Hey, this is what happened." I let people assume whatever the fuck they wanted to assume, and they automatically assume it was my ass, because I, I am. I'm, I'm a fuck up. I fuck shit up. That's what I do. I come through, fuck shit up. But this book was therapeutic for me, and it's me telling the whole fucking story unfiltered, uncut, raw, and that's what Pure Fuckery the Podcast is. Like I said, it's my safe space, unfiltered, uncut, raw, Monique Ross, like Dr. Bay, and I tell people all the time, Dr. Monique Ross and your favorite Dr. Bay are two completely different people. When you see me in the daytime, you refer to me as Dr. Monique Ross. But when you see me on Pure Fucker the Podcast popping my shit, I'm your favorite Dr. Bay. And what's next? The book. We're talking about uh, doing like a YouTube series. Okay. Like a, you know, a day in the life type shit. Like how Issa Rae started off with Insecure. That's yeah. where we're looking to take Pure Fuckery, where I give you a day in the life because... If you know me, you know the fuckery that is me and that is my life. Like, it's a comedy fucking hour. I couldn't make the shit up if I wanted to. But if you don't know me, you just, you're left with your assumptions. So what's next? Like I said, we're talking about putting together a YouTube series where it's like, you know, once a week we release an episode and this book is going to crack. And I know once this book goes, somebody's going to come for me, whether it's Issa, Tyler, some motherfucking body's coming and I manifest that shit. I'm telling y'all, like, it's fucking yeah. coming. New York Times best-selling best author, ultimate goal. Like, you know, we can all be Amazon's best-selling author. And no, no knock to any Amazon's best-selling authors. No knock to Amazon because shit, Jeff Bezos doing his fucking thing, man. Another billionaire. But, yeah, man. But New York Times best-selling author is the ultimate goal for me. Um, they talking 34 city book tour. Once this shit drops, we just, you know, it's like the Lord. We don't know the day at all. Well, they might call me tomorrow and say, let's go. 
and I gotta be ready and I'm I'm ready mentally physically emotionally spiritually I'm ready to drop everything and see what the fuck the next chapter of my life is gonna hold with this book and with this podcast and saying fuck corporate America man hey I look forward to watching it thank you I appreciate it so look where can people find information about you and your podcast Pure Fuck Hey man, I'm a, I'm everywhere. Everywhere you listen to podcasts, you know, on Instagram, you can follow me so S O O Sophisticated One or Pure Underscore Fuckery. The YouTube channel is Pure Fuckery. I'm on Facebook as Moni Cross, man. Whatever the fuck, pop in, tap in. I follow back. I'm not one of them bougie motherfuckers that didn't reach X amount of followers where I don't follow back. I actually do follow back. If you follow me right here, right now, I'm not gonna follow back because I can't. Instagram got me blocked. Mm. You know, but Friday when I'm out of Instagram jail, I'm going to follow back, man. I show mad love on Instagram. I don't give a fuck who you are and on Facebook. I always show mad love, man. And, um, yeah, that's what, it, that's what it is. What it is and what it ain't going to be. Yeah. I appreciate you. I've been waiting to get you on the show so we can do a collab. Thank you for I having me. I got to be on her show, man. So you got to have... You gotta bring it back, man. So bring me and pass, man. Yeah, I got, I got, I got, I, I gotta to be on this in. show. I, I haven't be been on. recording, but um, you know, I had some shakeup, some shakeup shit happen when I did my live show April thirtieth. But I think we worked everything out, and we, every, you know, we've all come to an agreement. So I'm getting ready to get back in the fucking okay. studio Let's and start it. back recording. So I definitely be reaching out because yeah. I'm getting ready to open the fucking calendar up, and we get ready to head back down to fucking big studios. And uh, yeah, take this shit to the next level, man. So I'll definitely be linking with y'all to get y'all on the show because uh, the calendar wide open and we get ready. To I'm make ready some for moves, the fuckery. Man. You hear me? Hey, hey, the fuckery be on the all time high, man. So look, man, I appreciate all y'all ashy asses for kicking it with us for this entire time, man. Yeah. It's episode seventy six, ethnic and your more pure fuckery. Make sure you tune in next week. I got Terrell Kendricks, aka B Ken. Yes, for sir. those at Lincoln, shout out to Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated, yes, sir. 86 chapter at Lincoln, man. We got B-Kin in the kitchen. He got all the sauces, all the good stuff, man. Then we got my dog Tomo, man, coming to premiere his video, Rain. Talks the most stuff about his song coming out. It's your boy Nico the Great, man. I got my man's past master. Shout out to all the them grannies. Shout out to all the grannies. Oh, you fuck like a Bay. granny fuck. Nice, yeah. <laughs> man. Here, 60 Photography. Yes, sir. We out this thing. Rock to this key Glock Russian cream before we get out. Hey. I need some more Russians. Yeah, I got big rocks jumping out my brand new paddock watch. Ice, ice, baby, uh-huh. I got a whole lot. Nigga, use a nobody. You ain't got nobody. See niggas, they know about it. These niggas know about me. Step up on the scene, diamonds, blend these whole screen. Check a boy, Louis V. I'm so fresh and so clean, clean. Stuff them bands in my jeans. Slap them 30s in them things. Pull the trigger, let it sing. Then go smoke a Russian cream. I got money blue and green. Drop them racks on double G's. Yeah, I'm a Gucci fiend. Feel like Tarzan and all these trees. I get so hot, I can't breathe. Like LeBron, bitch, I'm a king. But I never leave my heat. Yeah, what the fuck you mean? Hop
and they hear the exhaust. Mm. Hit the gate, why me get lost? Yeah. Tell that bitch keep on the draws, yeah, cause you know I want them draws, yeah. No, you can't taste it, can't call, no. I got a bitch at the house, yeah. Get it hoe straight to my dog, yeah. Dunk a whole like basketball, uh. You know I'm all about my figures. Young nigga get in them digits. Young niggas going gorilla. I heard you be talking that pillar. Boy, you know you not no killer. My chopper eat niggas for dinner. My diamonds it, it make it shiver. This coating is eating my liver. Uh, duh, I drink nut, yeah, pouring just because On my rolls, I spent the dub, yeah, shining like a bug Buy this shit, don't give a fuck, yeah, this hustling in my blood My heart cold, can't show no love, yeah, my grandma raised the thug Yeah, I bought them racks out, everything got cashed out She left a lot, I smashed out, come get your boss and cash out Get high till I pass out, from the back, she pass out Pull a track, she tap out, big lock, make her spaz out your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Can you read? It's a ethnic issue more TV. With your ass she is.